Maybe you can relate to that. When you start something new and it's very exciting and you're all in and you can't sleep and you get up in the morning and you you just want to work on it or, or, or do it or deal with it or, you know, whatever you're excited about, right? So I was super excited about finding and sourcing and, you know, starting with my very first private label product. I just had a burnout and I was coming back on track and I really wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to, you know, not work for anyone else, but just do my my thing. So I found a private label product and I wanted to start selling on Amazon. That's how I got into it. And it was in the beginning. That was like four years ago or three years ago. I'm not sure. Anyway, that was that was my, my beginning and I was so excited. And then maybe you can also relate to that when... You, you start this exciting thing and then one thing doesn't turn out as, as you want it and then the next thing and then the next thing and it becomes more and more frustrating, right? So I set a very ambitious goal. I wanted to have my product ready within 30 days and after three months of failing and dealing with suppliers on Alibaba and having all these headaches and I was so... I was feeling really bad. I was very frustrated. I borrowed money to, to you know, make this all possible. I was... um. I felt I screwed up, you know, like I felt really bad and I so hoped so much that I could change everything and turn everything to the better with like a push of a button. Well, in the end, it wasn't so simple. It was not a push of a button, you know, but I called up my mentor and I asked him for help. I was like, okay, what, what did you do? He has sourced millions worth of products before, so I figured he should know and I called him up. And that's when he gave me the one hack and the one trick that made everything so simple and so easy from that moment on. And after I knew that trick, it was easy peasy to source hundreds more of products along the way. Sourcing in China is easy peasy. I'm your host Niels and I show you how to source products the right way. You deserve to deal in China without headaches, so keep listening. Hi and welcome to the newest episode of the Easy Peasy Sourcing Podcast. I'm so happy that you're joining me on my journey. This is the very first episode of the Easy Peasy Sourcing Podcast. Well, technically it's the third time that I'm trying this, but now I'm going all in. So I had started a couple of months ago, um, the first time actually over a year ago, and without anything fancy, I was just sitting with my phone in a restaurant, I was recording something and putting it up on the website. There was no iTunes, there was no nothing fancy involved, right? Then I tried it a second time, and I started in summer 2017. And that's when I first realized how great it is to podcast and how much you can actually teach people and how much impact it can have on other people's life. And it was amazing. It was just a bunch of work, and it's it's so much you can't believe it. If you just starting out podcasting, it is a lot to consider. It's a lot to figure out, and then all of a sudden, half of your week is taken off for the podcast. And I couldn't afford it back then. Now, however, I decided to kind of 
um, automate all, everything a little bit more and I, I spend a little bit more of my own time. I'm, I freed up my time just for this. I think it is really, really important. So anyway, this time I'm going to stick with this podcast. I'm really happy that you're here and I don't want to, you know, talk too long about, about myself or about unnecessary things or place ads for, for whatever other things. I just want to come straight to that one point that I was telling you about earlier in this introduction. However, before we jump into that, I would love to just say hi. I'm Niels. I'm actually from Germany. And now I'm living in China for almost five years already. These five years have flown by like it, it was crazy. So um, I'm kind of Chinese now. So I speak Chinese. I live in China. Even my dog and cat are Chinese. I used to have a sourcing agency here. I sourced hundreds of products from China. I have lots of friends with big sourcing agencies that are sourcing from Walmart and um, other guys that have been sourcing for all of these huge companies. And of course, I'm going to have them all on the podcast and we can all learn from them. And my goal with this podcast is that you eliminate your headache sourcing in China. I know, including myself, you know, we had a big... <laughs> there's lots of headaches evolved, actually. Um, there's so much to consider, and then there's a different mentality, and you ask them for a red blanket, and they send you back a pink one. And there's so much stuff to consider, and then you're you're dealing for hours on, on Alibaba, and you're getting quotes, and it just takes up all of your time. So my goal with this podcast is to simplify it all for you. I want you to understand some part of the culture. I want you to understand parts that make your sourcing process really simple really easy i can tell you if i want to source a product then there's nothing else i need to do than typing a message to uh, my my own agency i found a little private sourcing agency i'm going to teach you along the way how to do that yourself it's actually really simple and so i just go to a restaurant i send her everything i need i send it to to an assistant and then i get the quotes back but I don't get them back in like all, you know, all of these uh, different Excel files and PDFs and whatever there is. I have it in, in one sheet. Everything is comparable. I only send a message and I choose what samples to, to, to choose. And three days later, I have all the samples. So from, you know, knowing what I want to source until I have all samples from different suppliers and I can actually hold them in hand and compare takes a few days and maximum 10 minutes of my work. And I want to get you there because I have not always been there. I have been at a part where it took me ages to find the right factory online. Sorry, guys, just having a sip of water here. I'm a bit dry. I'm kind of nervous, actually, to relaunch this podcast. Give me a second here. So where was I? Um, I haven't been always, you know, didn't always have it so easy. I actually started and I was so frustrated because I mentioned that already earlier. I was finally there to, I was finally at the point where I was able to source my very first private lab product. I was super, super stoked, super excited. Um, again, Scott Volker from the amazing seller.com, he was just starting out, you know, like he was the guy who actually got me into it. He had uh, 20 episodes. There, there was nothing else to it. I was still living in Vietnam back then. I had, I had like one year there in between. And I was so sick of working for someone else. I really just wanted to start on my own. I was sick of working all these hours and making someone else rich. And then I met someone who later on became my mentor. He's also going to be in 
um, the show later on. And also, I can already tell you that lots of you also know him from from other sources. So I'm going to have him back on, on another episode. But when I met him, everything changed. So he kind of got me into the whole having your own business makes you happier kind of kind of lifestyle. And I, I totally went with it. And when I started to start to to source my first product, I wasn't well funded. I borrowed a little bit of money from family members and just to survive the time until the product was sourced and it could hit the market. Right? Because there's lots of you know, even though I had my own savings and I put some of that in the product, but there was it, it's it's actually a lot when you consider for like starting to source it until it's finally done and selling and you earn a profit from it and you can live from it. That's a long way to get there. So the faster you can source the product, the faster is the process, right? If I just need 30 days to find the product, develop the product, have it on the market, that saves me a bunch of money that I don't have to spend on living, right? So if I only need 30 days, that was cool and that was kind of the plan, but I ended up at like three months, and after three months, I was so frustrated because, I, I don't know, if you're just starting out, you, you might not know this, but if you have ever um, contacted an, a supplier in China or, or you went on Alibaba, that's the, the worst thing for me. Like you go on Alibaba and you try to find your product, you send some inquiries and then you you get a bunch of stuff back and, and no one really answers the, all the questions you're asking. You have to filter them manually. And if you don't answer one person, then they have permission to post your request openly. And then every factory that sees your inquiry on Alibaba is sending you all different kind of emails. So if you wonder where all these inquiries come from or where all these offers come from that you didn't ask for, there you go. You you didn't answer one of the emails that you got from a, from a supplier. So you get spammed with all the offers from, from suppliers that you actually filtered out already that you didn't want to work with. Right, so it's a it, it's a big hassle, and I really underestimated that. Even me being in China, and I couldn't figure it out. So I was I was really frustrated, and I I called up a mentor, and he gave me this this one hack, and he said, "Well, well, I don't know. Do you have an agent?" I said, "No, I you know I can do it myself. It's just me. You know, agent is expensive, and I can't do it." And then he went, okay, but the agent is not actually expensive. So like, yeah, well, I gotta pay them, right? They gotta live from something. They have a, they have a commission. And then he actually explained to me that he, the agent will save me more money than I would spend on the agent. What that means is, for example, the agent would get me better prices. With the help of the agent, I could be much, much faster, which would save me the money of, of living expensive. The agent also enabled me to save a bunch of risk. Because I couldn't really evaluate if the factory is trustworthy or not. And I actually picked one supplier that I thought was, was, was the best supplier and I wanted to go with them. And it turned out that it was just a trading agency. And it, it took my agent, my new agent that, that he recommended like five minutes and, and they came back to me as like, Hey, um, you know, you're dealing with a trading agency. This is a real factory. Here's the price. And it was, was 30% lower. So it was immediately after minutes, I had this huge, benefit i felt it already after a few minutes working with agent i was mind blown i felt so stupid that i haven't done it before and this whole thing evolved and from having one agent and then getting all the quotes and sorting them yourself and looking through the process was more and more automated and eventually ended in me having my own private sourcing agency 
So I was in China, I had a few people here that didn't cost me anything because they were only paid when they were, you know, doing something. So if if they weren't sourcing, I didn't have to pay them. Only when they were doing some work for me, then I had to pay them. So it was it was perfect. And that is that is a big secret i mean you you hear it but you don't hear it often enough and i think if you start sourcing in china it doesn't matter if you're already in the process or you are just starting the very very first step and the super important step is finding your agent i don't tell you that that you are the one who has to you know find this this agency but at least have one or two or three agents that you can get help from you know, you got to reach out to them and, and, and they're going to do all the work for you. And it is so necessary. And then the next benefit I felt on them, which was huge for me and which I never, which was never actually a problem when I was in China, because if you, if you order samples in China, it takes one to three days and it costs you between one and, and six dollar. So it's, it's nothing and it's fast and I never really cared of it. But then I was in Germany and I was visiting my family and then I had to, I was still in the process of kind of getting samples and, you know, and only then I realized how expensive it is. So I asked them to, to, to order a bunch of samples, but get it all to them and then bundle it. So they all did like a little sample consolidation thing where they put all the samples that I ordered and they put it in one box and they sent me that one box. So instead of paying whatever, I think I ordered 10 samples and whatever you source, you should do exactly that, like order more, as many samples as you can. So I, I was at around 10 samples and it would have cost me, I think, $80, between $50 and $80 to send them individually. So it's a lot of money, it was $500, $800. And then the agent just put it all in one box and I ended up paying $100. So Bam, that's a saving right there. So everyone who's who's doubting now, I think it's 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 a hassle to get them. Don't worry, I'll, I'll guide you through that way on how to find your agent later on in this podcast. So just a really quick break because this one is actually really, really important. So with almost every episode, I'm doing something to help you out. I'm creating something, some resource, whether it's a cheat sheet, a list that you can download, anything that can help you can shortcut your sourcing success, I try to come up with all the different stuff that could be really useful for you. So all the resources are exclusively there for easy peasy sourcing community members. It's a totally free community. Just head over to easypeasysourcing.com slash free. You can sign up, you get today's resource, and you're going to automatically get all the new resources that I'm going to be launching in the future. Today, I have a free cheat sheet for you that guides you through the six phases of sourcing in China. Uh, it includes tips and tricks for every step of your sourcing journey. So if you want to go get it and you're not a member yet, head over to easypeasysourcing.com slash free to download it. If you are signed up, then your cheat sheet will be in your account waiting for you already. That's it. Let's go back to today's episode of the Easy Peasy Sourcing Podcast. Um, but today um, I just want to thank you that you're here. I'm really glad that you, if you're still listening, that's a really good sign. And, and I, I love that. Okay. So thank you very much for being here. And there's so much more cool stuff to come. So I'm going to have awesome guests here. I interviewed lots of them already. They are hosting other podcasts. They have big knowledge. Um, I interviewed one couple, actually, if you go into the easy piece sourcing 
episode number two and you you can hear them so just you know if, if if you're tired of me talking already just skip that episode go to the next one they have an awesome interview with two people who have started sourcing private label products before i was born okay so there's they have so much experience and so much knowledge to share and i really recommend you guys to tune in for now again i just want to thank you for being here and I wish that you enjoy what I'm delivering for you. And I hope that everything that all the tips, all the hacks and all the stuff that I've learned in five years being in China, dealing in China um, and, and sourcing hundreds of products here, I learned this thing or two along the way. And I've made so many mistakes. I lost so much money. I lost so much. I had so many um, factories screwing me and th there's a lot going on. Right, So I wish to share all this knowledge because I see so many people having all these issues sourcing in China and so many headaches and don't really know what to do and have, 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 yeah, I think headaches is a good word because sometimes we are really frustrated, um, especially when, when you're in a different time zone. If you're in America, for example, and you have 12 hours time difference, that makes it a whole lot harder to source products here. And I appreciate that you do it. And I think that sourcing products in china is the right thing to do and i believe that the private label business it's really fun i love it um i i like to do you know physical products i also of course i also do uh virtual stuff because it's that that's that's better for cash flow and for all the other things but it's just not as exciting you know if you have private uh, the the physical product and you go on a fair and you can touch these things i don't know i'm, I'm into that okay so don't judge me here but i'm into all, all of this this stuff and i like to touch them and to find packaging and design all that and, and work with different people and then having having my own product in hand you know and if, if you feel the same way if you can relate to that i welcome you to the easy piece sourcing podcast i'm really happy that you're here and if you like it, just head over to iTunes or head over to easypeasysourcing.com slash iTunes. Actually do that. And then you'll be redirected to iTunes. Follow this podcast, subscribe, give me a review. And I'm really, really excited for all of the things soon to come. Um, just have a look around. If there's something you need, just reach out to me, ask a question. Thank you very much for tuning in and have a great day.